Hello, hello, it's Professor X. And it's Mikey B. And we're on another Shed and Boys podcast. Mikey B, what are we going to talk about? Champions! <laughs> the little champions! Guys, if you haven't done it already, look up the words to champions. It is underwhelming. Like, it's... I'm not going to lie. I mean... It, it's my split of it's my split opinions, but like when you listen to it, like just just casually listen to it, it's kind of like oh okay. But then when you actually look up the words, it's very underwhelming. It's just like oh, it's super it's underwhelming. The same words over but, and over again. But in all honesty, it's like a it's like you know that that hit rap song that really doesn't say much, but it just has a really good beat. So WAP. <laughs> the champions league theme song is the wop of sporting songs uh, you know maybe i can dig that <laughs> i could go with that but yes we will be talking about uh, some transfer rumors as well as the champions league as of today it is it will be Bayern munich versus psg because Bayern munich has been destroying Every team they have played so far. Like, so far. Lewandowski might as well be the god of the Bundesliga right now because he is at 56 goals, I believe, as of today, and still has one game to play. He could break 60. Right. Any, so, you guys know, you know, the, the Shedden boys, we, we got. We weren't devastated because we anticipated we you know it was going to be a hard fought battle to go you know we said the Chelsea the last boys episode. going yeah to Bayern it was expected right it's I mean we needed a hail mary of the infinite order in order to 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 beat them but again they turned around and beat another team eight to two in one game like that and not me- just any. Not just any team. Well, they're making Barcelona look like just any team. I mean, a team of senior citizens, I should say. Um, I mean, I think the average team, the average age on that team is thirty plus. I mean, Barcelona's got to do something. They have to like life after Messi is becoming more and more apparent that they that they need to plan for, it, and they're not. But they need to plan for life after PK. Uh, life after Jordi Alba, life after Busquets, like all of their pro- um, Rakitic, all of their prime players, they Suarez, they need to prepare life after. Seems like they've been doing the opposite, like getting rid of Coutinho, getting rid of Neymar. <laughs> like oh. again, Coutinho came in off the bench and scored two off of an assist from Lomandowski. Two goals on his own club. So, how bad do you feel that you, again, sent Coutinho because he wasn't good enough to play for Barcelona to Bayern Munich? Bayern Munich used him off the bench to add two more points on top of the six they already had. Now, in Barcelona's favor, <laughs> in Barcelona's favor, and, well, no, in Barcelona's favor. You know, when you beat somebody to a pulp, it's like 
it's like a child just coming down and just kicking in the rest of your teeth in. Like, let's be honest. Coutinho has not been used prolifically by Bayern Munich, which is saying something. He can't even make it. He can't crack the bench and get into the first team action very often. So it's not like Barcelona did something wrong. I bet though Barcelona wishes an old rule. So uh, I forgot when, but a couple years ago, they made it, uh, they banned uh, the ability for teams to impose that when they loan out a player, that that player cannot play against them. That used to be an old rule. You loan them out. You loan they Basho I played against us. The exactly. players play. Like, I'm sorry. You loaned them out. You didn't think they were good enough. They should be able to play against or, you. Or you wanted them to develop. Well, I mean, they developed against you. So maybe maybe he has a future I, back at Barcelona. Me, maybe he played for a contract. Myself and the professor <laughs> have a, a disagreement on this. Right now, I do not think PSG has a chance against Byron. Do I think it's going to be a score fest? I do. But with Alfonso Davies, uh, the the way that Robert Lewandowski's playing, the way uh, Narby's playing, the way that offense, and the, also the way their bench is playing right now, and their defense isn't doing that bad, I do not think there's a team that's going to be able to beat them. I just so, don't. So this is where we this is where we differ because. Thomas Mueller looks good right now. Listen, the great pretender, Mr. Mueller. Um, oh, gosh. The same thing could be said. The same thing could be said in 2012 when a, a ragtag group of Chelsea Blue went to the Allianz Arena and beat Bayern Munich in penalty kicks to win the Champions League. Did, did, PSG kind like don't get but me wrong. did they did they my I, question is really think about this. Chelsea wasn't struggling in the bottom of the in the bottom of the the the, the, the tournament. They were actually playing very very well in the tournament. It was just Bayern Munich was supposed to win that. Year. But you but you have to remember PSG Chelsea, is not. Chelsea went into it we had just sacked a manager. Our team was aging. That game alone, John Terry was had a red card suspension. Ivanovic had a red card suspend. Or I mean, they weren't. They didn't receive automatic reds. They received too many yellows, so they were suspended. So, captain, my captain, Frank Lampard, who is now the manager, and Frank we trust. He led the team on the field. I mean. Roberto Di Matteo, ex-Chelsea player, was our interim manager playing for the permanent gig. Like, Chelsea went in there into the lines and everybody had so, Bayern Munich winning that game. I'm just saying, PSG is, was, is a stronger team. PSG almost got no, no, knocked no. out in the They are a stronger team for like the first 60 minutes. Their depth is not as strong as Byron's death. They're just not. I, and to be honest, I'm not arguing that. I don't think I don't think right now that there's any player in football that's playing like Robert Lewandowski. But here's the thing, one of the things that's always plagued one of the things that's always plagued FC Hollywood 
because that's what Bayern Munich used to be called, FC Hollywood, is the fact that they, they used to have these really strong teams that could not win the Champions League. Like, they, they would get to the final and then nothing. Like, so don't get me wrong. If you look at it on paper, if you look at it on paper, Bayern Munich should win the game. They, they are firing all cylinders. They've been way more consistent than PSG. And you are right. Bayern Munich has... Now, I don't know if Bayern Munich has the better defense or the fact that they've just been obliterating so many teams on the offense. that It hasn't really been tested. And that's, that's where I slide it in. Neymar, Di Maria, uh, Chapa Motang, Marquinhos. Like, the, the reason why... I give PSG the chance, even though, uh, I, let me full disclosure, I, I, I support PSG, um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic introduced me to PSG, he left, I stayed, now Chelsea is my one true love, PSG is my side chick, that's how, that's how that works, you never cheat, you never, you never divorce your main girl, but you got the side chick, that's what PSG is, PSG's defense has been shaky, I don't disagree, if P, if, if, if and Bayern the, starts and it could it could be a fest. Since they started back in the Champions just, League, they haven't scored less than three goals. Do you think that PSG is gonna be able to put up more than three goals? A team with Neymar and Mbappe? A team with Neymar and Mbappe? Are you, Marina, are, you, are, you saying, are you saying uh, that Neymar are you are you saying Icardi? Are you saying that Neymar is a big game player? That is to be. That is yet to be decided. There's a lot of. There's a lot of things that. There's a lot of things that will show in in this game. We'll see if you know. Mbappe is, is. is. Mbappe is. I mean, I don't get excited about many young players, but Mbappe to me is the real but the, deal. The people the around him. The, the the sad part is the people around him have played in big games and failed. Yeah, I but Di Maria, Di Maria helped Real Madrid in the decima. Uh, no, no, I I, I agree. I also say that there are players on that team that are uh, fun, but PSG struggled to get into the semifinals. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, like they struggled, struggle city, and Neymar during the last game missed like five goals. They still won. Three to zero. In his defense, he tried. <laughs> Neymar was so, and but this is a good thing to me. Neymar was so hungry to score a goal that he tried to claim somebody else's goal. <laughs> you try, you like, you look, you see him try to like tap the ball out of the goal so he could tap it back in so he could call it himself. Don't get me wrong. It. I think it'll be a good contest. This game is going to test both of the team's characters. Bayern Munich has expectation on their shoulders. Anybody who says that Bayern Munich should not expect to win or they're not it's not in their favor is lying to themselves. That's going to show the, the issue with PSG is their maturity, right? The PSG, they spend so much money, very similar to Chelsea, they spend a lot of money trying to develop a team. The problem is money doesn't guarantee you character. Money can guarantee you talent, not character. Now, it looks like ever since they're almost 
egg swan song exit on uh, the round of 16, it looks like the PSG team has galvanized itself. There's rumors of like some sort of like romantic notion that they all met at uh, Venati's, uh, Avarati's uh, restaurant and they made a pact that they're going to go and do it. Whatever it is, it does look like, I mean, they freaking, as a team, as a team, they they mocked, they mocked uh, Eric Holland. As, <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> as of right now, though, one one thing this is good for is football across the board. These two powerhouse teams playing against each other is just fun to watch. Even if you're not a supporter of either one of these teams, right? This game could be some of the best football you watch. It should be a lot of yeah, like like there, we're talking about on on just the offensive side of the ball. The these teams are stacked. One, you have the number one scoring player in all of football right now, Robert Lewandowski. On the other, you have the young phenom, Kylian Mbappe. Yeah, World the, Cup winner. And, but you also have Mbappe versus Alfonso <laughs> Davies. That's what I'm excited for. That's going to be fun to watch. <laughs> and really, the sad part is, is what could really change how this game goes altogether <sighs> Is their defenses? Their defenses might be the change of this game. Yeah, it might be the most important part of this game. Is their their center backs? Yeah, whose center backs perform better? And I will tell you, I think Bayern Munich has a better defense than PSG. I, but I think Neymar. I think. Neymar Do I think Co, they can exploit all, Neuer's superkeeper? They'll, they'll plays higher up. They will exploit. There are going to be times. I already told you this game is going to be a score fest, but I do think at the end of the day, uh, they do come out on top. And uh, I'm a massive German national uh, team supporter. I am my Maya's side chick in, in this <laughs> aspect is uh, is my boys Bayern Munich. Uh, we got Michael Bollock from Bayern Munich. Uh, we luckily stole. Uh, Timo Werner before he became a Bayern Munich player and um, just to let y'all know by the August 28th I should hear that we have stolen Kai Havertz from uh, from a chance for uh, from Bayern Munich, Munich to steal him from Leverkusen because this is what the one thing I will say about Bayern Munich is what they're good at is they use the Bundesliga as a farm league and well- it's funny that you say that because that that was something that I wanted to bring up. This whole thing that's gone on Twitter and memes and everything is the farmers market. You know, which market is the which league is the farmers market? Now, if I'm not mistaken, Pep Guardiola is the one who started this off by saying that France is a farmers market because they were it was Man City versus Lyon. Well, Lyon embarrassed Man City. They move forward. So, Mikey B, is the Premier League a farmer's market? No. So, so I actually agree with Pep. So, Pep, both both Bundesliga, I also think the French League as well, because they're one team heavy, they're very heavy on like one to two teams. Like really in the Bundesliga, there's only Dortmund – and Byron, 
uh, you have your, you know, the third place team that comes up everywhere. It could be Leipzig, it could be a bunch of different teams. But ultimately, like, Bayern Munich uses its own league as a farmer's market. Right. Like, so because they use it as a farmer's market, the rest of the leagues use it as a farmer's market too. If you look at La Liga, La Liga does the same thing as the Premier League does. They look for players that are playing very well in the Italian league, the the French league, and the German league, and kind of like pull them over. And they'll also look at some of the lower level like Portuguese leagues and stuff like that. Right. But ultimately, there's only one league that has six teams that can play the rest of the world. Right. So I agree with Pep. It is a farmer's market. And those teams themselves, both PSG and Bayern Munich, use that uh, to their benefit yeah. as well. First and foremost, I agree 100%. Like, j- kudos to Lyon for beating Man City. I'm going to thank you for beating Man City because as a Premier League supporter, you know, I I want to root for my Premier League team. If you can beat Man City and take glory away from them, great. This isn't a thing that, like, we love the Premier League so much that we want to see a Premier League winner be on top at least for myself it doesn't work that way but I think Mikey B when we were talking about this before put it very poetically every dog has a say just because Lyon beat Man City doesn't mean that they're not a farmer's market let's be very clear PSG PSG is the one trick pony in that league Every once in a while, they decide to put their head up their ass, not play well, because that bench has no excuses, really, put up their head up their ass and botch games. Bayern Munich, same thing in Germany. One, one could argue Dortmund every once in a while, maybe a Leverkusen, maybe a Leipzig now, but the same thing could be said about France. With every once in a while, like Olympia, let's be honest, Lyon, Marseille, maybe. Professor, let's be honest. Lyon, the way they played all the way up until when they got thrashed by uh, Byron today, which, again, they held Byron to only three goals. Right. They have the best defense out of all the teams during this Champions League since the restart. And so other bigger teams will go in. And buy their players. That's why it's called the farmers market. Like the other big name teams use league on and use the Bundesliga to scour for we're, talent. We're already linked to one of their center backs. Right. That's 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 how these work. I mean, Dieter Drogba came from France. But like again, I always say this, and I I'm very harsh on this aspect. When you're coming, and when you're a proven player in like the Italian league or the French league, and you come into the Premier League, it's a hit or miss, guys. The reason I say it's a hit or miss is the Premier League is a much tougher league. And this is why I actually, on not all years, but I prefer stealing players from the Bundesliga Um Instead of stealing them from the Italian league, and it, sometimes the French league is dependent, and it's because the players are harsher. They're not as soft. They're physical. It's their the physicality. Phys- the, the physicality of, yeah. of the Premier League 
is tough on any player. The reason why there's so many injuries in the Premier League is the physicality of the Premier League, even in the bottom teams, is very rough. If you look at like a um, Aston Villa, and Aston Villa defense-wise puts the hurt on any other like they put hurt on teams, right, right? And they can injure your best player fairly easily. Correct, and that's that's the thing is really when it when it's all said and done when you, when you think about farmers you know farmers market like leagues that are designed to basically you know there's not much competition there's a team that most more times than not is going to win but the other teams develop talent so you scour those teams you'd scour those players and they become stars on your team right first and foremost right now in the year 2020 it still hasn't changed hierarchy the two big fishes are barca and real madrid it doesn't matter how freaking good your team is more times than not a lot of these players have grown up wanting to play at the camp new or real madrid so when real madrid and barcelona come a knocking it's hard to keep these players from going there so let's remove Barcelona and Real Madrid, right? Because they—that's not even like league base. That's just that's their their club recognition and their status. Before Barcelona and Real Madrid, one could say in what like the '80s, maybe uh, '80s, '90s, it was um, the Italian league. Everybody wanted to play for the Italian leagues. Like uh, AC Milan was there. I mean, Juventus now is making a name for itself and being able to buy players. But France, you are you it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that your teams can't win games. It just means that once you win a Champions League or even if you win something, you, the the amount of financial clout that you're going to have in order to keep that player away, uh, keep that player on your team is very little. Other teams all like Premier League big teams and and I would say La Liga with Unless Real Madrid and Barcelona. If they want your players, you're going to lose them. You're a farmer's market. Oh, don't get me wrong. The best player for Dortmund will eventually be a Bayern Munich player. Holland will be a, a Bayern Munich player. If if Real Madrid or somebody else doesn't come uh, come and knock him, that that's how it that's how it but is. I, yeah. I guarantee because of how much he he loves German. The Germany itself, I guarantee he goes to Bayern Munich. And they've already kind of like envisioned this. Even announcers have stated, oh yeah, he's eventual. Yeah, because, that, because that's, that's, again, that's, 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 that's how they work. That's, that's, that's how they work. But every time these players uh, come through and they're, they're really like, they're doing well in all these different leagues, the number one thing that is stated to them is have they, have they played for the Premier League? And that's the biggest thing is like if you're not proven to go into the Premier League and proven as a striker or proven whatever position you're at, you're not actually the best. And it's just the truth. Like Zlatan can say he's the one of the best players in the world because he's gone to every league possible and been a top player every league he's gone to. Oh. Same thing with Ronaldo. Ronaldo can say that. You know who can't say that? Messi can't. Messi's never come to the Premier League. He can't. And I, honestly, like somebody did 
Now, if I had to pick between the two, if I have to pick between the two, I would say that my personality trait gears itself to, like, I like Ronaldo. I like a player that just exudes confidence, that wants, I mean, he, he, I mean, RIP Black Mamba, but Cristiano Ronaldo was, is the Kobe Bryant of, of football. If the game is going down, you rest assured, he may not win the game, but he's going to do everything in his power to win it. Messi seems to, Messi is would be to me is considered one of the greatest team players. He works well with around his team. He involves a lot of players, but grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that he hasn't had crazy performances where he scores every single game. But somebody did a um, Messi is LeBron James. Yeah, and, well, it, and Ronaldo is Kobe Bryant. If you want to go the basketball analogy, if you, when and LeBron it, is good, LeBron he's got is, the rings. He's got the rings. Don't LeBron get me wrong. is good, but again, LeBron didn't play very well for the national team. Kobe Bryant played very well for the national team. They showed a picture of Ronaldo at Juventus. Ronaldo at Juventus while Juventus was losing and eventually was eliminated. You see him. Rallying his team now again picture says a thousand words, right? We could have just they could have just taken this snapshot at the time, but you see Ronaldo You know engaging his team Ronaldo when he was injured for Portugal and they won the uh, the European Championship He was re- he was he coaching was the team. He, he was, was coaching cheering. Like he was coaching, he was cheering. Right, from like the he sideline. was, like he was, he was in the game. Messi was dejected. There's a photo. Fo- there's a photo of Messi. Like they they put it side by side. It's like Ronaldo losing with Juventus, and you see him like trying to galvanize the team. Messi uh, during halftime when the team when Barcelona was losing to Bayern, he just looked dejected. I I actually and we've talked about this before. I everybody keeps uh, they always say that Messi will be like the player that goes in and becomes the manager. In all honesty, the only player that I think will end up being a very good manager out of those two is Ronaldo. Yeah. And I think Ronaldo loves football so much and cares about the players that he plays with and the players around him and winning. The number one thing that I love about Ronaldo better than anything else is he will do anything to win. Right. And that puts him so much higher on uh, the overall uh, grand scheme of things. He almost took his team to a World Cup. Let, let's be honest. By himself. Right. And I mean, like, and his accolades. I mean, back from when he was in the Premier League, he won the league. He won Champions League. He won the league. He won Champions League in Spain. He won the league. Who... Maybe under Pirlo, maybe uh, like that's crazy. If Ronaldo stays and the transfer rumors aren't true that he might go to Barcelona, I would love to see Pirlo <laughs> managing the the maestro managing Ronaldo like greatness. But something I want to go back to before we go into tra- the transfer rumors is the Premier League. You've heard us say that the Premier League is the greatest in the world, and. Some people are going to say, well, then why haven't they won the Champions League X number of times? Or why this and why that? I'm going to break it down super simple. The Premier League has the most variety 
and Premier League title winners, right? Yes, we have some repeats, but for the most part, the league changes hands. La Liga, it's between Barcelona and Real Madrid. Look it up. Bundesliga has been Bayern Munich for the past eight plus seasons. Almost ten. They celebrated their eight. Uh, they're going to add another star in two years. Right. Juventus is the same way recently. I think it's like five or six or some crazy. Actually, it might be eight too. PSG, the same thing. But let's go even above that. Premier League, the top six teams, whether they choose to spend money or not, I'm talking about you, Arsenal. I'm talking about you, Tottenham. Whether they choose to spend money or not, and it sickens me that I call them top six. But whether you spend money or not, they have the financial clout to do so. That is why it is harder. It is hard for you don't see Manchester United and Arsenal and Chelsea and Man City prying a lot of players away from each other. If it does happen, it happens on free agency. It does not happen when they're there. Why? Because they have the financial backing to say, okay, then pay me. And they're like, no, I'm not going to pay you. So they go to they go to uh, League Un and they farm the shit out of those players. That is why League Un is a farming player, farming uh, league. But that is also why the Premier League to us is one of the and the best. It's not just physicality. It's actual competition. Bayern Munich, for instance, wins the Bundesliga almost every single year. Yet, how many Champions Leagues have they won in the last five years? Ligue 1, same thing. Serie A, same thing. Of recent note, Real Madrid has won the Champions League the most consecutive times in the last five years. Like, it the, like when those big teams play each other. Oh shit! Now they have competition. Now they have competition. I would venture to say, and I would love for them to prove me wrong. I don't think Bayern Munich has a good of a record as it has if it was playing in the Premier League every single every single week. No. Wouldn't have it. I also, don't think, I also don't think they keep the players they have. They wouldn't. They would not be able to keep it. Between between uh, the, the competition one, of play, physicality. It's kind of just that, though. So when you buy a player from the Bundesliga from another league, um, and other leagues do this too, they actually upcharge. You have a uh, – like if you, if you transferred within the Bundesliga, you might pay us like 40 million pounds. But if you transfer outside of the Bundesliga, you're paying 70 million pounds. Or 120 million for Jaden Sancho. What has he done? It's an upcharge. It's actually an upcharge to kind of like... Dissuade. Dissuade teams from buying and farming from their their, their league. But Manchester United could say, here you go. Here's 120 million pounds. Here you go. That's not happening. Dortmund can't do that. Dortmund can't go to Bayern Munich and say... 100 million right now. We want Robert Lewandowski back. It doesn't, it, they don't have that clout. They, they don't. don't have the clout. So, transfers. Transfers. This, this week was actually very unique because the rumors were 
I I actually found the rumors to be almost like lackluster. Yeah, like there's like here and there, but I know for a fact that the Kai Havertz stuff is basically done. Yeah, I mean Kai Havertz, Ben Chilwell. I think those those are done deals. Um, David, uh, it's funny. Like when it comes to like. It's not even a, it's a rumor because David Silva from Man City is now going to Real Sociedad. So you saw the the the, the other team basically yeah, called uh, him a dirty man. <laughs> Lazio, Lazio. So apparently, if you guys don't know, they called him a dirty man. <laughs> if you don't, if you if you want some, the tea right now, uh, apparently David Silva maybe had a gentleman's agreement with Lazio. And it seems like a thief in the night, Real Sociedad, came in and surprised David Silva away from Lazio. The Lazio uh, president came out and said, I have respect for the player, not the man. Like, that was, <laughs> I was pretty like, sad. I was like, damn. What did you think about the Lewis Dunk? The rumor. Uh, it wouldn't be. I mean... I think I think they're thinking about that one just because I don't think they want to pay the the Declan Rice price. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's basically the same player. There's a lot. That's the thing. Like right now, we live in COVID times, ladies and gentlemen. The some of the figures that are being thrown out for some of these players, like I mean, the most high profile one right now is the Jaden Sancho one. Apparently, according to the according to news sources, Dortmund have allowed Man United to speak. To Jaden, uh, but the 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 stick that the hang up is no longer Dortmund and their asking price. It's actually Jaden Sancho himself. Apparently, they can't come to terms and agreement on his personal terms, so he might be a Dortmund player. I mean, he's training with Dortmund. We're linked to like every other center back out there, right? Yeah, now. Because I mean, because right now, like we have backs. we have uh, John Stones from Man City, Lewis Dunk. Um, we also get linked to Thiago Silva from PSG. Like we're linked to players that I like I didn't even expect. Yeah, I mean one one transfer that I, I that I so I oh, was yeah, scouting. Sergio Reglun. Who? Oh yeah 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 from um, uh, Sevilla. Um, when, so when I was looking at some of the transfers that are going through. Um, I wanted to go a little bit of a different take because I, I knew Mikey B was going to focus on like more of the high profile ones. So I was just like scouring stuff that's actually that's that's happened, and I focused it just in the Premier League. One that caught my eye, and I think, am again, this is going to split opinions, but I think it was actually a pretty savvy purchase because it was on the free, and I think he would serve as a good goalkeeper. Is Joe Hart to Tottenham Hotspurs? I mean, they, first off, they have Hugo Lloris. You've already heard me talk about what I think about Hugo Lloris and his ability to man-manage those players on the bench or on the field and and, and give them a mouthful when his defense doesn't, uh, doesn't basically play up to par. But having Joe Hart... Now, people shit on Joe Hart. I know we love to call him crazy Joe Hart. But... People forget that he has, he either tied or has the record for most amount of Premier League clean sheets. At one point, he won, I mean, he won 
the the title with Man City. He was England number one. Like he was on top of the world, and then all of a sudden fell from graces. But he's only thirty three years old. That's I, a, I think that's a solid pickup, especially because they didn't have to pay Burnley anything for it. I got one for you. Okay. All right. So one uh, for twenty five million, which apparently might have already been offered. Bashawada leaves. I mean, here's the thing. We already have enough strikers. Yeah, yeah. Like, from a Chelsea perspective, Bastard just isn't up to snuff. Like, he's definitely on, on the chopping block. The thing with him is, I I I still think, and, and I split, again, well, it's, it's my job is to split popular opinion or split opinions, is the fact that I think he just never fit our system. Like I think I don't he think fits he other fit people's Chelsea, system. but he plays for the Belgium national team and he he seems to perform. He that might be a good pickup for Leeds in that aspect. And and from a Chelsea perspective, you know, he doesn't fit our system. It, he doesn't fit the system. It frees up money for people like Kai Havertz. So get good job. If Leeds goes back down, which let's face it, most teams in the Premier League are hoping, as Chelsea's like number one, is hoping that Dirty Leeds goes back down to the Champions League. That could just be the batch right goes down to the Champions League, uh, uh, to, to the Championship. Who knows? Um, what about uh, the the rumor uh, from Atletico? Uh, we're we're linked now to Jose Jimenez, center not- back. We're linked. Any any center back that's even mentioned Chelsea in our in the name, like at all, because like uh, Jose had uh, stated that he would have liked to play for Chelsea uh, with Frank Lampard. Yeah, uh, anybody because, with a soundbite yep. right now is I like mean, any center back, any defensive play, player. Like again, uh, even like the stuff that came out again about Luka Modric from Real Madrid. He goes. Uh, when he originally, before he went to Real Madrid, he was actually wanting to go to Chelsea, and they had almost signed him, but his transfer was blocked. That would have been that would have been. So I'm a I'm a big Luka Modric fan. Um, yeah, he was one of those players in the same vein as Gareth Bale. Like I would watch a Tottenham game, uh, despite me cringing the entire time. Just to see him play, see Gareth Bale play. I mean, Tottenham. As as much as I like to like like shit shit on them, and it's fun. Um, they have had some talented players. Now, the best part about it is they can't do anything with it. Yeah, Andrea Onana. Again, I I see I I we're, when it when it comes to Chelsea, to, right? If we're, we're doing Chelsea like, transfers. Uh, I'm happy. Our, I'm happy we're linked to high-profile players. Yeah. I, again, I still. Again, I. I don't think it happens. Kepa is way too. You're, Chelsea has been very astute business-wise when it comes to financials, and notice me say that very clearly. When it comes to selling players, we have been financially astute. I'm not talking about whether or not we were astute in acquiring a player or selling them at, at that time period. I'm just saying from a financial perspective, Chelsea is not going to take a massive loss on Kepa, especially when there are a lot of question marks when it comes to the center back. There's a reason why the center back position, the defensive positions other than goalie, 
seem to have more transfer rumors. It's because that's really the priority. We strengthened our center backs and Kepa's still the problem. Kepa's definitely gone. Oh, yeah, the loan moves. Jamie Cummings. Who else? Uh, Armando Brogia. Okay, I'm okay he's with... Fun to, he's fun to watch. I'm okay with Armando Brogia going to Vitesse if he's actually going to play. But if he's not... If he's just going to sit on the bench over there, then we need to we need to pull that loan. Because I, I want to see him develop. The very little that we got to see him play... Um, left me wanting more and I actually think that he would be a great I I think he he has the right stuff to be an influential player um I've seen some of his youth academy stuff I, it's kind of hit or miss I think with the youth academy Chelsea's so dominant when it comes to the youth league um but we sell so many good players from the youth right league, so. I mean we're it's like a it's a listen if if you know, I don't think the Premier League is the farmer's market. Like, people aren't coming to pluck our players. But I think Chelsea does turn out a lot of good cattle. <laughs> I also, like, there's players, I, I always tell uh, Professor all the time before we, we end this episode, that I forget some of the players that we have. Yeah, I mean, the Chelsea like army. <laughs> like, Zabacosta, I forgot all about him. <laughs> Victor Moses, who's who's on loan at Inter Milan, like Chelsea. If we we're if we're talking about transfers, this shouldn't be a rumor. This has these are hard facts. Chelsea needs to clear out some of the bench to make wage. There's one definitely, and sell uh, be able to buy new players. And uh, there's one player that needs to be sold fairly quickly, and it's uh, and it's the one player that doesn't drink water. <laughs> My man, Danny Drinkwater. Well, this has been a great episode, <laughs> the guys. The Gareth Bale of Chelsea. <laughs> the Gareth Bale of Chelsea. God damn. This has been a good episode, guys. And, and Frank, we trust. And keep it footy, y'all.